The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends around the world. Who is the prophesied Antichrist? How will this man affect world events? My friends, prophetic events are now beginning to occur with increasing rapidity. Enormous earthquakes are striking in Japan. They've struck recently, as you know, on Haiti, in New Zealand, and in Chile, and elsewhere. There is massive flooding in Australia. Vast portions of that nation are being inundated. Water and food shortages are coming soon. Also, a powerful religious revival will soon get underway, and it will affect your life in unimaginable ways. The prophesied Antichrist will be involved. This final Antichrist will arise soon. Get ready. Most of your friends and loved ones will be deceived. What about you? Stay tuned. My friends, millions of sincere professing Christians have long been puzzled by the term Antichrist. Is the Antichrist a coming world dictator or a great military leader, or is he a false prophet? Does the inspired Word of God make clear who is the Antichrist? Listen and go get your own Bible. Prove these things from your own Bible. Don't just believe me. You believe what is written in this book, the inspired Word of God. Now notice what will soon happen as the Apostle John described it in Revelation chapter 12. Let's start at Revelation 12, verse 1. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of twelve stars. Then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. And she bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. Then right after that, he skips ahead a few hundred years. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1260 days or prophetic years. And God's true church did have to hide out for 1260 years, which we've shown in many articles and in our booklets. And war broke out in heaven. Verse 7 suddenly skips to the end, as you can see. It's talking about a final battle, a spirit war in which the Antichrist will be involved, as you'll see. War broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. Satan is going to attack God and his throne, and God is going to cast Satan back down. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. Notice that. This great serpent, this snake, as God calls him, deceives who? Not a few people, not some oddballs off in a cave or on top of a hill somewhere. He deceives the whole world. And frankly, my friends, your Bible shows that over and over again. And most Christians don't seem to understand that because most of them are deceived themselves. A person who's deceived does not know he's deceived. What you don't know, you don't know that you don't know. 
If you will follow me, he deceives the whole world. And he was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And this final downpouring or outpouring of Satan's influence and his demons is going to be powerful. And it's going to happen sometime in the next few years. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation strengthen the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath. Satan has come down, and he's going to come down this final time having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. So this coming spirit battle is going to take place and it will involve finally the flight of God's true church to a place of safety. And we need to prepare for that. There is a spirit world out there and that spirit world is going to involve itself with this earth more than ever. Satan and his demons and finally Christ, the righteous part of the spirit world, will come back with powers, king of kings and lord of lords. But in the meantime, Satan is the god of this world, the god of this age, and he is deceiving people, and he will stir up people against God himself. Notice now, turn back to Ephesians, if you would. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, Paul writes, And you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Satan is pictured as the prince of this world's atmosphere, this air of this world. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Satan is busy. He's working. He has spiritually blinded most of this world. The world doesn't realize it. But God allows Satan to disturb the weather and also to serve parts of this earth's atmosphere as part of his deception. He has power. Notice the description of Satan's activities back in the book of Job. Turn to Job, if you would, in your Bible, and turn back here to Job, the very first chapter. Remember righteous Job? And God allowed Satan to come down and shake him and, and actually persecute him and harass him to humble him and make him realize how weak he was. In Job 1, verse 12, So the Eternal said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only do not lay a hand on his person. So then Satan goes out, and it talks about a time and Job's sons and daughters were drinking, and a messenger comes back, and Hose tells the Sabaeans have killed a lot of his children. And then another comes and says, The fire of God, verse 16, fell from heaven. Who controlled that? It's the fire of God, but God wouldn't do this to Job. He allowed Satan to do this. He said, this man is in your hand, but don't destroy him. But God allowed Satan to destroy his property, his livestock, even his children. The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them. And I alone have escaped to tell you. And then another came in verse 18 and said, Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their older brother's house, and suddenly a great wind. So Satan controls at times the fire and the wind. A great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell on the young men, and they are dead. I alone have escaped to tell you. Yes, Satan 
is in charge if he, uh, God allows it, of parts of this earth's atmosphere. Picture the wrath of Satan as Christ's return comes very near, for Satan will be allowed to bring about powerful tornadoes, hurricanes, fires, and earthquakes. Most of all, this powerful, invisible spirit being is deceiving all of humanity. He has power beyond what most of you realize. Are you willing to actually study your Bible to genuinely understand the spirit wars now beginning to be waged? These things are real and they are going to happen more and more in the next several years, my friends. May God give you the understanding and the faith and the courage to act. At this point, I want to offer you one of the most vital and exciting booklets we publish. This booklet is entitled, Who or What is the Antichrist? This is truly an eye-opening booklet, and it will be sent absolutely free upon your request. This booklet will spell out for you in detail, more than I can do in this program, the biblical proof of what the Antichrist is really all about. So call or write today. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Just request your free copy of the booklet on the Antichrist. That's all you need. Call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now back to our topic, who is the Antichrist? That's an important topic, vital in the next several years to understand. Notice, my friends, how your Bible describes the Antichrist. Turn in your Bible, read these things carefully. Turn to 1 John chapter 2, beginning verse 15. God says, do not love the world or the things in the world. The Greek word here is cosmos, meaning this cosmopolitan society. The earth is beautiful, but the society is not good. If anyone loves the world, this world's society, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, notice the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God, not just he believes on Jesus sentimentally, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Little children, it is the last hour. Wow, even back then, John was inspired to tell us in the word of God, it is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now, many Antichrists have come. Yes, many have been the Antichrist. Antichrist simply means against Christ, against what Christ teaches, against God's way. Anti is against. So there have been many who have been in that, involved in that system in a sense. 
But there's one great final Antichrist that we need to understand who is, well, is alive on earth right now. Many Antichrists have come, by which we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not of us. Some of these men went out and started false religions, using the name of Christ, but teaching against his way of life. They were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. So that's important to understand. Notice down in verse 24, he says, Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. From the beginning, from Christ himself. Christ came along, as you know, in Matthew 5, verse 17. He said, Do not think I came to destroy the law. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. He says we're to keep God's law. When the young man came asking the way to eternal life back in Matthew 19, 17, Jesus said, If you would enter into life, keep the commandments. And the Bible says that over and over and over again. Modern preachers come along and say, just believe on Jesus. You don't need to follow the commandments. Therefore, let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. What did Jesus really teach, my friends? Read it. Read the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 5, 6 and 7. Matthew 19. This whole book of 1 John. Read it carefully. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you will also abide in the Son and in the Father. Yes, God is to live in us and we're to abide in them. The Antichrist is against that whole understanding. We're to follow the original teachings of Jesus Christ. From the beginning is a vital key to what true Christianity is all about. You need to go back to the beginning, to Christ himself and what he taught. Notice in this same book over in 1 John 3, verse 22. And whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments, plural, all ten of them, and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. We're to obey God or to keep his commandments. Notice down in verse 24. Now he who keeps his commandments abides in him and he in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the spirit whom he's given us. The Holy Spirit helps us overcome. The Holy Spirit lets us yield to Christ and let Christ live his life in us. Chapter 4, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God. You've got to test them. People get up, oh, I love the Lord. And some groups holler and scream and praise and sing and get loud. Does that prove anything? They may be very sincere, but are they doing what this book says? Please think about that, my friends. You need to think about it. Prove things out of the Bible. Use your mind, not just your emotions, but test the spirits because many false prophets or false preachers have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, that's the key. Do they confess that Jesus Christ was tempted in all points like as we are and still overcame human nature in the flesh? Turn to Hebrews 4.15. It describes that. Christ was tempted in all points like as we are. Every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, which you heard was coming and is now already in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. We have to understand that. 
Yet today we see masses of professing Christians clapping their hands and singing and they have a good time at church and that's fine, I guess, by itself if they're believing and teaching and living the truth. But they usually don't take their Bible. They don't really study, genuinely study the Bible, drink any of it to see what Christ actually taught and the way he lived. That's the key because he's to live that same life in us. Satan can easily deceive these sincere people because of their profound ignorance of the inspired word of God. Think about it. So learn to actually study your own Bible. Read this book. Feed on it. Ask God for understanding and be willing to do what your Bible actually says. Now turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, my friends. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and beginning in verse 1. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, we ask you, don't be shaken in mind or troubled by spirit or word or by letter as from us. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away, the great apostasy, the falling away come first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition. A great false system was to arise, headed finally by a great false prophet, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself he is God. This final man pretends to be God. He pretends to be like God. He pretends to be God's special instrument. And he's exalting himself terribly. Do you not remember when I was with you, I told you? And now you know what's restraining that he may be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness... I'm reading, my friends, from the New King James Version. It literally reads that it is correct. Anamos is the Greek word against law. The mystery of lawlessness is it talking about the traffic laws. All they had was donkey carts and people walking back then. It's talking about God's law. A system comes along called a mystery system, which teaches people against God's law, saying they don't have to do it. They don't have to literally keep it. Christ died so you don't have to and all that kind of stuff. They can, they propound over and over again, pound it into people's brains so they can't understand. Notice now verse 9, the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders. This great man, this great religious leader, this false prophet will perform great signs, true signs, no, and lying wonders. He is Antichrist. He is Antichrist. So you need to understand. Now turn to Revelation chapter 13, if you would. Revelation 13 is describing in the first several verses the ancient Roman Empire, as most scholars recognize. And then in verse 11, John writes, Then I saw in this powerful vision another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb. The lamb is Jesus Christ. He looks like Christ, but spoke like the dragon. The dragon is Satan. He looks religious. He looks nice, but he speaks the devil's message. And he performs great signs. This false prophet performs great signs. Remember, it said he would perform miracles and signs back in Second Thessalonians 2. This final Antichrist, he is the personification of the Antichrist. He performs great signs so that even fire comes down from heaven. Yes, he controls fire as he did in the time of Job. 
Then he deceives those who dwell on the earth by signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. Yes, this great false prophet deceives people all over this world. They will be deceived by this great false prophet. Again, my friends, be sure that you write or call today. Call right now for your free copy of this powerful booklet. It will open your eyes to the real meaning of the Antichrist. It spells this out more than I can do in this brief program. Get it. Who or what is the Antichrist gives you thorough biblical proof of this vital subject. So call now and request your free copy of this booklet, Who or What is the Antichrist? You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Just ask for the booklet on the Antichrist. That's all you need. Call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, think carefully about the enormous power and influence of this final Antichrist. Remember, we closed the last section with Revelation chapter 13, verse 13. And here it pictures this man. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and deceives those who dwell on the earth. He is powerful and he's going to really deceive millions and hundreds of millions of people when you understand. And they will not be, of course, the quiet prayers of healings in a quiet place similar to what Jesus did. Sometimes his true servants knelt down and prayed for people and anointed them with oil, as you read. These will be big false miracles involving kind of things that are different from what Christ did. And they will deceive millions of people. Will you be deceived? Turn back to Isaiah chapter 8, my friends. Get this. The Word of God tells us things in the Old as well as the New Testament. Jesus called it all the Word of God. We're to live by this book. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. We read in Luke 4, verse 4. Notice Isaiah chapter 8, verse 19. He says, When they say to you, Seek those who are mediums and wizards, who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? To the law and to the testimony. If they do not speak according to this word, the Bible, it is because there is no light in them. You need to seek to understand God's law, the law and the testimony, the way of God, the way Christ explained and expounded over and over. Notice 1 John 5 verse 3. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, plural, 
and His commandments are not burdensome. The world says they're too hard to keep. But 1 John 5, 3 says they're not. And 2 John verse 6, it says, This is love that we walk according to His commandments. This is the commandment that as you have heard from the beginning, you should walk in it. From the beginning, as I said earlier, with what Christ really taught. For many deceivers have gone out into the world who do not confess Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Please get this one key thing. Listen carefully, my friends. They do not confess Jesus Christ as coming present continuous sense. He is now coming. Yes, he did come 2,000 years ago. Yes, he will come back as king of kings, but he is coming. How is he coming? He's coming through the Holy Spirit to live his obedient life in you and that the world does not understand and the Antichrist to deceive people from being willing to understand and obey that and follow the logical implication of that. He is coming in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an Antichrist. That is a tremendous key when you understand it. And this booklet spells that out thoroughly. That is the Antichrist and the teaching of the Antichrist that God of course, does not have his life in you, and therefore you cannot keep the commandments perfectly through Christ in you. Notice now, turn back, if you would, to John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14. He says here in verse 20, At that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them... It is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Notice verse 23. Jesus said, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And yet Christ said over and over, Keep the commandments. That was what he said in the beginning, as we're told again and again. He will keep my word. Notice, And my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Yes, my friends, true Christianity is about Christ living his life in you. Not just believing on Christ, not a dead faith, but a living faith. It is vital that you call right now for your free copy of this powerful booklet on the Antichrist. In this eye-opening booklet, you will get the full explanation of this very important topic destined to affect your life in the next several years. And tune in every week, my friends, to Tomorrow's World Program. On this program, you'll gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. Again, call us or write us right now and request your free copy of this vital booklet, Who or What is the Antichrist? And be sure to join us again next week right here at the same time. See you here next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.